Hello, and welcome to the Meltdown City Podcast. I'm Nicole. And I'm Allie. This podcast is about getting unstuck out of your comfort zone and changing things up, all while not taking yourself too seriously, or us either. Come laugh, get inspired, and have fun. Thanks for listening. I thought you were already recording. Oh, no. <laughs> no, we're recording right now. Wow. Yeah. I like it better when we don't know we're recording. Yeah, it feels more Because then you don't, yeah, you, that authenticity is there. Now I feel like I'm on the spot. Whoa. Whoa. Well, I guess yeah, we right. are podcasters, so we got to own it. Yeah, we're on the spot. We What's up, Allie? Well, shoot, just uh, coming off of a 10 day vacation. Oh, Feeling totally God. recharged and rejuvenated. <laughs> and amazing. Um, How are you? Refreshed. Oh, I'm good. Yeah. Um, gosh, I did my. Oh, we talked about this last time. What? Oh, oh, oh the the bike ride. I can. Oh yeah. Did you have a melt? Sorry, sorry. I'm no, going to okay. like outside. They're they're no, they're totally taken over. I there, think it's I, now I'm good outside to by a fire pit. I mean, you have kids that are in your life. <laughs> I think it's, you know, it's part of the, part of the deal, man. Hell yeah, it is. Yes. Oh yes. I did do the bike ride. We talked about it last week. That's right. Um, so anyway, yeah, no, I've been good. Yeah. Awesome. Um, I was thinking about you because I had a kitty cat success. I've had kitty cat success in the last like two days and I've really struggled, you know, Allie and I, we've struggled with our cats and they're urination stations and yeah. uh <laughs> anyway i've got a whole new setup and i'm so stoked about it why would i mean like what kind of a setup how'd you so, change things up i got um potty pads mm-hmm. laid them down because a lot of our some of our cats just like to poop on the concrete just not anywhere near the box so I put some potty pads down and I got a whole new got a different litter and I have a little what's that called it's like um it's the litter caddy thing that you it's like it's like a, like a diaper thing but it's for you know cat litter yes Melanie yeah. has one she's had it for years really anyway, the cats pooped on the potty pad peed on the potty pad mm-hmm peed in the potty box like I'm just feeling like I'm on fire <laughs> good job dude I bet you feel great about that oh good cat yeah that was the one crappy thing about our vacation is that we came home and the cat urinated all over the place like even on one of our couches kitty brand new couches I mean like granted we've had the couch I mean it's in our front room and like our formal living room I guess it's not like the most highly utilized room but nobody wants their cat to urinate all over their freaking furniture but and then we talked to our one of our neighbors who was like you know if you ever go out of town again you can just ask us and we'll let Leo out because we know he's indoor outdoor and he was probably miserable the whole time you know like seven days in a row yeah of, you know, no parents not knowing when the heck we were going to get home. So I'm sure he, like, there was a lot of, like, nervous anxiety urination. Like, well, mm-hmm. shit, this might be my pad now. I might never see these people again. So I'm just yeah. going to pee wherever the fuck I want, you know? Yeah. But um, I he didn't freak pissed. out and get mad at um I didn't oh, do that good. this time. That's you know, good. I had some compassion 
for the cat. Oh. And I'm happy that the neighbor offered her services because she's she has three cats and her cats are indoors and she's just gonna come on over and let Leo in and out and feed him and stuff like that for us. And oh my god, I would just be so freaking happy, you know. Sure. There's nothing like that neighbor exchange that you have, which is so yeah. great. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then maybe you can go over there and watch her cats. Yeah. Or whatever. That's the reciprocal Just, thing, isn't it? Yeah. Then yes, you, yeah, it is. you get, get a relationship mm-hmm. happening. You sure do. You sure do. Yeah. Um, what else thing, is new? Um, I else did. I have to tell you this because there's a funny, <laughs> there's a funny story in here. Um, I, I started doing mastermind calls, which mm-hmm. is, it's just, it sounds so fun, funny. Rob keeps calling it master <laughs> That's amazing. And I'm like, it's mastermind. He just like he doesn't care. It's class. <laughs> that's so funny oh but um uh, i started to do a, the these um this call it's gonna be once a month and it's basically like having these kind of like what we did used to do a long time ago which is like have these times where we talk about what we're up to what our goals are for the month and these are people that i met at travel con so that's pretty cool so mm, i love that holding ourselves accountable and stuff yeah so there's yeah. some goals there mm-hmm. um which is super cool one thing I didn't really I know what a mastermind like where it came from, but I guess it came from. You guys can email me if I'm wrong, but Napoleon Hill, who wrote the book Eat and Grow or Think and Grow Rich, mm-hmm. which is the book that I want to read, and Andros read it, right? Yeah, yeah. They talk about masterminds in there. It's like two people come together, and they're them coming together creates a third brain and it's a mastermind oh that's amazing <laughs> so it's kind of- <laughs> <laughs> i like rob's take on it dude the master class <laughs> so oh my funny God. to me it reminds oh me though of this new it's called the black girl sketch show uh-huh. um and Issa ray produced it and it's like all black girls and it's black comedy and um there's this one character and she's doing a master class and she's oh. just like this really out there, like getting her PhD and she just has this hilarious thing and they keep going master class, master class at the bottom of the uh, <laughs> little sketch. And so that's reminding me of what Rob's saying and your master <laughs> mastermind program. Oh my God. Uh, it's too funny. No, that's so so cool, girl. Master class, master class. Like a wrestler. Oh my god. Oh, oh shit. Oh my god. Can I tell you about something? Yes. I watched The Great Hack. Have you seen this documentary no. on Netflix? Uh-uh. I think it was no. on Netflix. It might have been on Hulu. I can't remember. But um, it was actually directed by Courtney's very good friend Jahan. Oh, yeah. This is a groundbreaking documentary about what Facebook is using our data for and how they, Cambridge Analytica, like, hacked into the election Mm -hmm. of, you know, Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. I was, my mind was so blown because, and I was like, laying in bed watching this with my husband last night and you I mean you know me I think that I can really get away with knowing a minimal amount of information and just kind of skate by mm-hmm. <laughs> in life but this was a real eye-opener because I was like oh, 
you know, because I'm I'm that kind of consumer that's like, I really don't mind that they're using my information for that reason, because I like to be pushed, you know, like the dresses that I really want to buy. That's actually helpful oh, to me. Right. Oh, that's right. really helpful to me, like a total idiot. And then come to find out that they're using this data and they're just totally manipulating everything and people's perceptions and just changing people's mind it, it's insane what they're doing to people and then it was yeah. like actually this sounds really criminal and unethical yeah is just like are you being serious right now and i'm just like yeah well dude i'm like i'm sorry that i'm really behind on how fucked up all of this like data security and you know shit is um but you know i think that a lot of us right now are just trying to kind of ignore what's going on politically and in the media because mm -hmm. you can't really figure out up from down and right from wrong because mm. there's so much shit going on but this was a fucking amazing documentary i recommend it to you and everybody else i will it really blow my mind especially since it's friends of a woman that's friends of courtney but um, mm -hmm. I feel like this was when Mark Zuckerberg had to go yeah, on it was. trial or, you know, had to, he had to, what did he do? Spe speak to, I'm going to sound like an Congress, asshole. Congress probably. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I remember that vaguely. Um, hmm. yeah, very interesting. I know I, I should be, I have a love hate relationship with Facebook. Mm -hmm. Like, um, I know that it's like this. I mean, we use it for it's like our, an evil empire. Yeah, we use it for our um, podcast, and we're trying to grow your yeah. Like and Facebook uses it. Facebook owns WhatsApp, Instagram, and Facebook. Those are like the three things I pretty much use all the time, even though yeah. I'm not on Facebook that much. Yeah, but you know what I was thinking? I was like, why doesn't an ethical company make a brand new Facebook and tell everybody that it's going to be a protected? You know. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that could be a knows. brand new giant, you know, but mm -hmm. they're like the ethical version who aren't going to use our data for, for harm. Yeah. So, so anyway, huge. I don't know if it's possible, but that was yeah. what I watched last night. It was incredibly well done. Incredibly <gasps> uh, well done. Because we're, we're talking about TV time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um. I watched the season finale of Sopranos, the fifth, the fourth mm. season. We have one season left. We're wow. Still oh, still my God. It. Still on it. But, um, Did oh, my yeah. God. It's been fantastic. What are Has you guys watching? I wonder, listener. <laughs> yeah, please let us know. We can talk, talk all day long about television shows. Oh, my God. If I you just, want us to. I have to say, I think we should give a few shout outs because we got... A couple people came up to me and told me they were listening over this last week. And I'm like, and one, one person wrote us, right? Yeah. Do you want to talk about that person? Brian? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Brian McNeil. Thanks for listening. What's up, Brian? That came out weird. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, it didn't. I don't think it did. Um, Brian, thanks so much for listening. We just love it. We love that people are listening, people that we know that are listening. That's amazing. Yeah, we love it when people reach out to us because it's like yes. you, you, you really have no idea who's interested, what your audience is like, what the demographics yeah. are. It's just like numbers, you know, so it's awesome to hear from people. Two people. And, and Rache oh. Purcell, too. 
Oh my God. That's right. Rache Purcell reached out. Mm-hmm. And hey, Rache. What's up, Rache? Super cool. Um, it'd be great to have either of these people on, Rache yeah. or Brian. These um, are all cronies from high school. Yeah, our old, our old peeps. Um, and then a couple people at work said that they were listening. Beth, that was funny. She said that she was listening to us walking down the Burt Gilman Trail while she was walking down the Burt Gilman Trail, and she was dying laughing to your story, Allie, from Not On My Resume. Was the one, the email one, the first email one. Oh, my God, yeah. Dying laughing. And yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> I'm glad that made somebody laugh. <laughs> I'm sure she's not the only one. And then uh, um, Katie from work also said she's been listening. So, and Martha's oh. been listening. You guys, thanks so much oh. for listening. Yeah, and Andrew Naff too. He's been listening. He said oh my the, God. one of our the funny one where we were doing the, our ideas that we that never really took off. Failure to launch. He liked <laughs> that episode. Thanks, he man. thought it was pretty great that we were able to. <laughs> To really talk about the ideas we thought were so amazing that were absolutely hilarious. Uh, Total nightmares. Yes. Thanks for listening, Andrew. Yeah. Oh, who else? Um, I feel like there's somebody else who. Oh, my neighbor Merrick has been has been listening. What's up, Merrick? Thanks for listening. And then my neighbor Suga has been listening. Suga, you're so dope. Awesome. We've got to have yeah. some of these folks on. We've got, we've got so many. We, we have to do a planning meeting, Nicole. Yeah, we do. We have a ton of people that are, that we, I have like, I can see the board right now. Right now, I'm, at, I'm actually over at my house and Allie's over at her house. Um, but I can see the board, Allie, and they're like all these people on there. I know. Um, we have some people to, to interview. Some good talks oh my God. coming up for you guys. Yes, we're so excited. And also let us know if you have any ideas that you want us to do, any any topics that are like special to your heart, close to your heart, or whatever, or story ideas. Um, and then I can hear a little kid. Oh, yeah, he's got a Nerf gun held up to my chin right now, about ready to shoot, shoot bullets in my face. Which has kind of been my weekend because my daughter's at my my mom's house and my two sons are um, yeah. Oh my god, each other's throats. That must be Raph. That is Raph. Oh my god, that's so funny. That threw me off guard. Oh my god. But today we should talk about what we're talking about. Yeah. Oh yeah, we're talking about Brené Brown because Brené is is just a wonderful author, researcher, PhD. Talking to Nicole. Were you saying that to Nicole? Yeah, uh, yeah, we're talking to our podcast audience. Yeah, we're on it. And then will you something? When and then will you go bye bye? No. (laughs) Well, then I can't do this. This is some kind of a bargain I can't do. But (laughs) will you go to sleep? Not till later. I'm still here. Okay. Um, so anyway, we're, talk- we're talking Brené Brown. And the reason why we're talking, I loved that you sent this article over because it's about midlife unraveling. Mm-hmm. And it's one of the main reasons why we kind of got involved in this uh, whole podcasting adventure in the first place. Yeah. I, I was freaking out. I 39-ish. Yeah. Me too. Totally <sighs> restless as fuck. Yeah, wondering what the hell we were going to do with the rest of our lives. And are we really spending these years on the most important things? Yeah. 
So you guys, um, we'll link this article up. It's not very long, but it hits this sort of, um, gosh, it's like, it's resonated so much with me too, Allie. And obviously this is a lot about our show. Like she says, the one of the things she says in this article, like it or not, at some point during midlife, you're going down. And after that, there are only two choices, staying down or enduring rebirth. What are you wearing my Can you believe that? I yeah. just was like, um, totally blown away. And obviously we've both felt that we've both felt these feelings of intense restlessness. And there's this like voice saying to you, like, do something different. What are you doing? Change it up. Yeah. And I think that one of the things that she, about that death thing, cause I've often thought why, you know, it feels like, and Moonstruck brought it up. They, they talked about how you often do crazy things during your midlife crisis because you fear death or whatever. And she, and that was one of the things that she sort of mm-hmm. um, compared it to is like, you absolutely die. It is death and that you have, this is your opportunity to be reborn, or you're just going to live under these, under this armor that you've kind of created to sustain yourself mm-hmm. thus far, mm-hmm. you know? And actually related to some of the things that she said, because she made a really funny parallel or she, she was drawing conclusions about what made her face up to the universe mm-hmm. <laughs> and the universe basically kicked her ass. And she was like, yeah, I had a professional failure. I was publicly humiliated. All of these things happened to her. And I felt very similarly to her, you know, like I was sort of at the height of my career at an organization I had spent 13 years at and was about ready to graduate. And then all of a sudden I got kicked in the teeth and I'm down at the bottom and and just feeling so low Mm. and being like, oh my God, what am I going to do? And then you move on and you change and you kind of, you kind of face you know, your fears and you end up on the other side in this amazingly beautiful place because you kind of embraced it. I think you and I both did the right thing. We, you know, the thing that we had to do, and it kind of reminded me that this is such a long journey and it could be forever (laughs) that we are, we're out here and we're just figuring it out as we go and trying and talking and connecting and doing our very best to, to just kind of wrestle through this very uncertain time. She's talked about sort of four ways that people kind of deal with it. One Mm -hmm. was this one. It's like, once you get that kind of call from the universe, like, Hey, what's up? You're not on track. You're not doing what you need to be doing. Mm -hmm. So people either embrace their unraveling, which is kind of rare, but is what I think we did do. We, I, well, I'm going to talk about what I think I did a little bit. Um, okay. Well, we embraced, I embraced it after time. Mm-hmm. Um, deny it and dig heels in deeper. I think mm-hmm. I did some of that for a while where mm-hmm. I was like feeling so stuck at mm-hmm. work. And then I was just like, this is fine. You know, this is fine. I'm fine. The other one is numb it out, mm-hmm. <clears throat> which, you know, I mean, I've certainly been like having beers on a Sunday night being like, fuck. I don't want to go to work tomorrow. And that, you know, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people can relate, but I think when I was feeling super stuck, I would 
I, you know, I would do that, you know, and, uh-huh. and then, you know, obviously some people can numb out on a way larger scale. Uh-huh. And then she talks about her, what she did, which was like resistance, AKA cage fighting, where she just like fought with, fought <laughs> with it. And then the, the universe gave her this giant shit storm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I remember being like, I remember looking in the mirror, you know, like maybe when I was 40, I mm-hmm. guess it must have, I guess it must've been 41. Um, and just being like, what the fuck, you know, like there's gotta be something more. And I, mm-hmm. I just had made myself a little prison, you know, mm-hmm. like, it was just my mind. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, I'm going to read, I'm going to read the, uh, the little bit that she said. So, so this is basically the universe. I'm not screwing around all of this pretending and performing these coping mechanisms that you've developed to protect yourself from feeling inadequate and getting hurt has to go. Your armor is preventing you from growing into your gifts. I understand that you needed these protections when you were small. I understand that you believed your armor could help you secure all of the things that you needed to feel worthy and lovable, but you're still searching and you're more lost than ever. Time is growing short. There are unexplored Mm. adventures ahead of you. You can't live the rest of your life worried about what other people think. You were born worthy of love and belonging. Hold on. I had to go to the next page. Courage and daring are coursing through your veins. You are made to live and love with your whole heart. It's time to show up and be seen. Mm. Isn't that awesome? I think that that's totally yeah. true. It's kind of like a wake up call type thing. Yeah, she talks about how we have we have all these mechanisms where we create our, or have our, our whole lives to keep us safe, to keep us grounded, or whatever. Not, I wouldn't say grounded, but just to keep us safe, right? Um, yeah. And then we need to kind of unravel these things in order to live. Um, and what's the alternative? <laughs> I mean, we're facing death anyway. <laughs> yeah. might, as, might as well um, live life and um, and embrace it, like you said. I just love this article so much. I it resonated so deeply. I um, yeah. I think I think one of the coolest things that we've done, and sometimes I felt like even when we're doing this podcast that we're, that I'm still not doing like enough. And it's like, actually I'm learning every time we interview somebody new, you know, like yeah. from your friend, Kathy Woggy, you know, just being like, we have the power of choice to be like, I'm going to sell my house. I'm going to make $300,000. I'm going to go on a road trip for a year and I'm going to see the world. You know, yeah. this, this new book that we just read 10 years a nomad. Yeah. You can live your life and you can travel. You can travel with your children. It's all about choices, you know, and things like that, that we don't have to live this conventional way or we can downsize and we can move to a farm in Cleelum and ride horses, but we have to do something that's fulfilling and that makes us happy. And I think that even though it feels like slow progress, it's not, you know, like we're yeah. just, we're still, constantly thinking and processing and kind of figuring out our next move and what makes most sense and mustering up the courage. And so that made me, it kind of was a full circle experience for me Mm because this was a short, sweet article, but it also just made me feel like 
I think that we're really on the right track, you know, and I hope, yeah. hopefully our listeners will feel similarly. Yeah. Since many of them have been on this journey with us from the beginning. And a lot of you guys are in our same age, going through the same thing. I think, you know, like you said, Allie, we've had a lot of personal growth in this last year. I think we've mm-hmm. been sort of coaching ourselves on some level by like the interviews that we've done and all, and the books and, um, you know, this podcast is, we, it's been, it's been over a year now. It's only been out since uh, November, but we've been working on it for a year and. Right. Oh, I'm not the same person I was a year ago. I'm not either. I think I'm more myself. Oh, and the best part of this article, and it was that goddamn Whitney Houston song that's like learning to love yourself is the greatest gift you'll ever get or the most rewarding thing. And it reminded me of what Courtney was talking about the last time we spoke with her, which was, gosh, if you could just look in the mirror and love yourself and stop criticizing and just be Mm -hmm. you. And, mm-hmm. and be happy with that. You you will put off so many amazing vibes, and you know you will feel so fulfilled and continuous gratitude, and and everything will come your way. You know. Yeah. And, I and have, this was part of that article too. That was probably my favorite line. And then I couldn't find it again, and I was like, Gosh, maybe Nicole will sing that song to us. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, because you can sing just a right. little bit. I don't. What was Come it? The greatest, on. the greatest gift of all. The you know the Whitney Houston song. Because the greatest. <laughs> yes, keep going. Love, it's perfect. Love, love of all is happening to me. <laughs> all right, that's Learning all I'm going to do right now. To love, love yourself. yourself. Is the great <laughs> love, love of all. <laughs> I love it. Okay. I'm I have two two things that I wanted to quote also from this article before we get off the phone. But yeah, one thing that she said, what which made me shudder in my skin and my veins. Uh-huh. It's like woo. There are consequences for squandering your gifts. Uh-huh. There are penalties for leaving big pieces of your life unlived. Uh-huh. You're half, you're halfway to dead. Get a move on. Yeah, that's what her, she was saying. Like her voice in the universe was that. Like that's Brett A. But and then to follow yeah. up to that, she closed in this article, and you guys should totally read it. But she closed by saying um, this quote from Maya Angelou. Ooh. Oh, I loved that one too. There is no greater agony than bearing an untold story inside of you, inside you. Yeah. That also reminds me of Courtney's like shining your heart. There's so much work we have to do just shining our hearts, Yeah, you know, and getting down deep and just crying and having one-on-one conversations with best friends we've never had about our feelings of inadequacy, our husbands, Mm -hmm. our, you know, whoever you need to talk to about those things. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it's very hard to do that. Agony is right. It feels terrible. But gosh, when you get to the other side, you feel fresh and new and clean and wonderful. And the, the way that I interpret this to be, it's like you, whoever you are, whatever your dreams are, that's mm-hmm. your untold story. Then mm-hmm. you got to get it, get on it. You got mm-hmm. get, get to get get to telling it, get to mm-hmm. do it so you can tell it. And live it mm-hmm. and be it. Mm-hmm. 
Amen. It's like blown away by that. Amen, sister. Oh my yeah. gosh. No, it was powerful. It was so powerful. And I just wanted to thank you, Nicole, seriously, for helping me and taking me on this journey with you. It has been remarkable, and it's been one of the greatest creative experiences I've ever been on, and I love you so much. I love you too, Allie. There's, it's been amazing. I'm so grateful. I am so grateful you said yes on that day that I was talking to you on my bicycle on the way to work. <laughs> And I don't think it would be that fun if we weren't as best friends as we are. You know, like I was just walking out of Costco today and I was like, God, she's easy to work with. God, we never fight about anything. God, she's easygoing. And, you know, we just make it work week after Mm -hmm. week. And, you know, and it's just been a total gift. And I love you. I love you, too. And we'll keep as long as it's not as long as it's still fun. Yeah. Becomes not fun. We'll stop doing it. Right. I That's love you so commitment. much. That's I love you commitment. too, honey. Okay. okay. Well, good night. And to you guys, if you're going through something, email us. Let us know. Let us know we're yeah. not the only ones. <laughs> yeah, please. <laughs> Don't make us feel crazy. <laughs> okay. Uh, peace out. I love you. Okay. Love you Bye. too. Peace out. Bye. Thanks for tuning in today. Please follow us on Instagram at Meltdown City Podcast or on Facebook at Meltdown City Podcast, or you can follow us on Twitter at Meltdown City Pod. Come check out our website, MeltdownCityPodcast.com, and don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on wherever you listen to our podcasts. You can email us at MeltdownCityPodcast at gmail.com for any stories, suggestions, or comments, and we'll read them on the air. Thanks for listening.